What's good, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box Cover Price Top 10 Back Issues of the Week. And happy new comic book day to you. Let's kick this off the way we always do, boys and girls. You know, with a little something, something. What's good, everybody? Yo, YouTube is super laggy, man. I saw it was buffering, but I think we're good now. Welcome to the weekly second annual cover price top 10 back issues of the week. I got the usual suspects with me. Manimal, say what's up. What's going on, everyone? Hope you're surviving this uh, quarantine. Yeah, man. I hope you guys aren't getting too much cabin fever, but we're here to alleviate that for you. My man, Nemesis Prime, say what's up, Justin. What's going on, everybody? Day after St. Patrick's Day. If you're not hungover, who you went to work today? Right here. Yeah. Also got my man Otto the Unemployed kicking it. That's it. What's up, everybody? It's good to be here tonight. I've been waiting all day for this. And I uh, see a lot of names in the um, live chat that I'm not really familiar with. So shout out to anybody new who's jumping on a channel with us. So that's great. And as you said, a happy new Patty's Day to you. You see me rocking the one in one thousand. Mm. Only one was ever made. Lords of Lombax green shirt. Uh, you know what? If there's enough demand, we will make them ready for you by next year. Pre-order so you go rock a green Lords of the Long Box shirt for St. Patty's Day. Shout out to everybody in the live chat for those who are tailgating. Al Picknell, Danny Abara, Chris, Christopher Biggs, Rag718, 90MF Comics. YouTube is 90. He's going to have to explain to us what that means because he always says that he almost gets killed inside auctions when he does that. Sith Lordly and JLS Comics holding down the wrenches for us. Lana Espinosa, Gabe Fonseca, Man Cave Comics, Anthony Debo. Uh, yeah, man, so this is the second weekly thing we've been doing and you're probably sick of us but because we've been going live like crazy uh, all week long um actually we're gonna have something tomorrow too but um so basically this show is sponsored by coverprice.com our partners and this is our their weekly top 10 hot comics back issue list so it's not the top 10 comics ordered from diamond it's actual sales data that's pulled from ebay and other sources my comic shop and they use all this data to compile uh, before we get to that, boys and girls, there is some that didn't quite crack the top 10, right? So we like to call yeah. those the runners up of the week. First up, Sweetheart. Number one, it sold 32 copies, had a seven day trend of 62%, and a high sale of $10.99 or $9.99 for a raw copy, which doesn't seem like much. But if you know, if you look at it, it's double the cover price for a regular cover, and he's probably at pretty low print run. It's a new book from Action Lab. And it's making some marketing. It's pretty hard to find, uh, pretty hard to find an independent publisher to get the type of new release notice with all the punchline noise that's going on right now. But this one did. I don't know anything about this. I don't know if anybody's read. You guys heard of this book yet? Sweetheart number one? No, no, can't say that no. this guy. Yeah, I mean, I never even heard of the publisher before. The publisher is Action Lab Comics. Hmm. Well, you know, it's good that independent. You know, because all it takes is cop shops order what. 10 of these, 20 of these, maybe none of these. It's really easy for them sold out and build up and on the back issue market. So this is something we need to look out for. We haven't heard about any type of uh, movie spec for it, but you know, everybody is trying to get that next new Walking Dead number one. This next book <laughs> I'm pretty excited about because it's kind of a double pronged attack of, of it making it on the top 10 list. The first book you guys will recognize. This is a hot series right now. And anything 
closely resembling the Mandalorian is blowing up right now. So this is Star Wars in the past. Uh, they Marvel titles. I remember the last real big hype was Dr. Afro, right? And then yeah. it kind of dies. Uh, but this is Star Wars Bound Hunters number one. This is the Johnson variant, I want to say. This is the one in 50. Yes, okay. it is. So it sold 29 copies this week, but had a seven-day trend of 69 64%, had a high sale of $150 for a raw. So there's not there's quite a few other covers that are going for the normal prices. But in this day of damn, I don't sorry. <laughs> in this day, what are you doing? Like bong hits anyway. No, I'm enjoying my Tito's. <laughs> oh, okay. So in this, uh, what I was saying is in this day of huge print runs, right? Anytime a hot book is getting sold. All the regular covers are going to be relatively cheap because the print runs are just so high on modern comics, especially from the big two. Um, that's when you go and look for that one in 50 variant or you go and look for the first ever appearance. And this is the spec book right here. This is Star Wars number 16. This is the first appearance of the Hunter, a.k.a. Beelert Valance. Good Lord, that's a Star Wars name. If I heard one, the Hunter was featured on the hot new Star Wars Bounty Hunters number one, and fans went looking for for the first issue. So Bounty Hunters, the new one, features an appearance of this guy, and this people love looking back at Bronze Age Star Wars to find anything that has a potential to get hot. It sold 13 copies, had a seven-day trend of 156% for $14.99. If you think about it, 13 copies in the span of seven days for a book that has literally never, ever been bought by anybody. Uh -huh. It's kind of crazy when you think about it. You know, what's weird is I actually have a friend who's been scooping up these Star Wars keys. All yeah. I did is send me pictures of it all day uh, long. All day long. Oh, you, over the oh you mean Dark Side Jedi, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so so th those are the runners up for the weeks. And uh, we are going to uh, take uh, the joke is how many lords does it take to count to 10? Today, it takes four. <laughs> it was going to be five, but Ryan had some uh, uh, duties uh, with the parents to do some parent conference teacher stuff. Uh, I feel sorry for all the parents out there who have to actually be around their kids 24 hours a day now. Sucks to be parents, doesn't it? <laughs> um, so uh, who do we got? Who do uh, what is I'm starting uh, who, it off? So it's you, then Justin, then Otto, or is it you, Otto, then Justin? Oh, Me, don't worry, we got it. Justin. We got it. We got it. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's go. go. Number 10 on the list. Some of these are going to be the same, some of them are different. What do we got first on the list? Uh, Manimal. Now we got Justice League number 50. Nice. So this is actually going to be one of the uh, New 52 books. This is the back of the New 52, the Justice League storyline. This is Dark Side War. Great little story. Um, this book kind of has three things going for it. We have first appearance of Grail, which was like the daughter of Dark Side. Actually, I'm not sure if it's her first appearance, but it's first time she kind of shows up and kicks ass. We've got number two is going to be the first full appearance of Jessica Cruz as a Green Lantern. So not her first appearance, but her first appearance as a Green Lantern. But number three is going to be the real reason why it's spiking. It's the reveal of the three Joker story in the DC ah. comic first. So at the end of this book, spoiler alert, Batman sits on, um, what is it, Metron's uh, chair mm -hmm. and finds yes. out that there's three different Jokers. So that's kind of what's kickstarting this because we know that the three Joker storyline has finally got a release date. I believe it's May for the first issue or June, something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
Anyway, so it sold 20 copies, had a seven-day trend of 123%, and had a high sale of $15 for a raw copy. It's a beautiful cover, too. I mean, look at that. Yeah. Thing. All the I, rem- thing right I, re- I remember that storyline because I was reading it, it at the time where Batman was on the 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 chair and he like could see everything. I remember I was reading Justice League at that time, so it's kind of curious that uh, we don't get many... Uh, other than Batman titles on this list or any list, to be honest with you. So it's kind of cool to see this one on here. So next up is a oldie, but goodie. What do you got there? Otto? We got spawn. Number one, my God, always hanging around. This is unbelievable. Do you believe that there was over 3,763 recorded sales of this book? Uh, It's trending over 200%. And the fun fact about this book, a nine, nine sold in September 6th. For twenty two hundred dollars, which is unbelievable. That's pretty, that's pretty cheap when you think about it. Yeah, well, for a nine nine, you're right, absolutely for a nine nine for this book. But what's really interesting is the record, the sales range for a nine eight. Um, the average sale was one hundred and twelve dollars. The lowest sale, which I thought was really interesting, was forty six dollars, and then on the high end, it would be four hundred and ten dollars. So now this book is a little bit over what we like to pay for. For the um for the raw nine eights, but for $112, $115, $120, I would buy this book um at a nine eight just because mm-hmm. you know it is just I'm so surprised the newsstand didn't make the list because that's what people are looking for now. Yes. The newsstand. And for you collectors out there who are hardcore spawn fans, you guys know what the ultimate spawn number one issue is, the black and white. That is the Correct. one to get. Although it's technically not the first appearance, but this was the era of 90s overindulgence. There were, yep. pff, I bought mine at a liquor store. I remember it vividly. I was coming <laughs> home drunk. I was buying a pack of smokes at the stop and go, and they had comics there. And I looked over and I go, what is that? Is that Todd McFarlane? I just picked it up and I took it home. That's at a that's, liquor store. At a liquor store, dude. Comics were everywhere, everywhere. And I was oh drunk as hell and I was just there buying a pack of smokes. So there you go, kids. Don't smoke. But if you do, <laughs> you can buy comics. All right. Number eight on the list. What do you got for us, Justin? Well, it's a book that actually appeared last week with you guys, Batman number 90, the Matina variant. Um, even though it has been slowing down in sales, it's still up there in market value. Last week, it sold 34 copies, has a seven-day trend of 82% with a raw high sale of 2250 from last week. So the design first, a full appearance of the designer is not slowing down in this whole Batman era with James Tinian. So, uh, you know, let's see how far this can get on this list maybe next week as well. If you stay to the very end, I may have some news about that. Ooh. Next up on the list is my man Manimal with number seven on the list, a new entry for the top so, 10. This book brings a bit of a tear to my eye because this deals with our Black Widow movie coming out, which now just uh, got postponed as well. Man. But um, we've got Marvel Fanfare number 11. So this book came out in 1983. This is kind of a little bit of a a spec type book as well, sort of. That's why we're spiking here, because in one of the trailers, you see uh, Iron Maiden mask in the background. So a lot of people are specking maybe Iron Maiden's in the movie, maybe not. And this is going to be her first appearance. So that's kind of why this really jumps up a little bit. Um, Sold 25 copies, had a seven-day trend of 113%, and had a high sale of $135 for a 9.8%. And I'm one of the people that bought it. I bought it really? uh, two weeks ago. Because oh, yeah, Rachel, I saw you posted. Yeah, that. Rachel Weiss is going to be playing, uh, supposedly playing Iron, Ma- uh, the Iron Maiden. That's her role in the movie. And so that's why it's, that's why when I bought it, I think I even talked about it. I was like, how come nobody's picking this book up? You know, and then hmm. sure enough, there people are listening to me, I think. <laughs> uh, next up in the list is a book that uh, 
you know, Zach should talk about, but that's just their luck of the draw. So I guess Otto gets to talk about it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about X-Men 166, right? This is um, the Uncanny X-Men book. This is where we get the brood involved now. So this book, you know, I was collecting. I think I have this new, I bought this off the rack when I was a kid. This um, is, we've got 343 recorded sales. It's trending at like 18%. Um, 9.8 right now is going for like, Almost $84. So if you can find it, you can. You're this doing is the wrong uh, numbers. What's that? You're doing the director edition. This is number six. Oh. Yeah. Number six is the director edition. <laughs> so here, I'll read it for you. This yeah, is, go ahead. So this is the direct edition, not the newsstand. And uh, spoiler, uh, it's probably because it may be coming up on the list, but this came out in 1983. This is the direct edition. It sold more than the newsstand copy version with 30 copies. Had a seven-day trend at 117% and a high sale of $69 for a 9.6. It is also to feature the first appearance of Lockheed. Mm -hmm. And number five on the list for Justin. Look at yeah. that. And Lockheed, because he's right now to be rumored in another delayed movie that we have, New Mutant. God. So uh, with the new with the newsstand one, there was actually some sales for this one, which is really interesting. 14 copies sold with a seven-day trend of 311%. Wow. And a high sale in a raw near mint for X-Men 166 was $39.99. Unbelievable for this book. This yeah. used to be in dollar bin books, and I've seen it in like even under ten and bucks. What's this is one of those interesting times where even though our Black Knight and our sources, Mikey Sutton, have nothing to do with cover price, this is where they overlap each other because we had Lockheed on our long term spec list a yeah. while ago, a mm -hmm. long like four or five months ago. So now people are finally specking on it. I'm not saying it's because of us, but you know sometimes our long term specs hits, but sometimes they don't. But this is the case where people are thinking. Lockheed is coming, and it's a good, uh, it's a pretty good bet that Lockheed is going to come. That's Kitty Pride's Dragon, even though um, it's going to be in New Mutants. It's going to appear eventually. You know well, what I mean? <clears throat> Lockheed has a lot of a uh, connection with magic as well, so that's right. It's not surprising it's going to show up there. And uh, yeah. yeah, I saw this in my shop for about eight bucks. I was yeah. like, ooh, I saw this on the list, and I just right. it up. <laughs> I just picked up the newsstand copy off eBay. That's good. Yeah, yeah I got direct edition. Yeah, I paid more. I paid less than what it's going for that raw price, and they say it's near mint. So we'll see when I get it. Uh, next up on the list, so is next up we've got the Wolverine number one C two E two variant, Christopher variant that we had last week as well. John so, Tyler Christopher and who has got that? Otto, did you just get that? I, I, we both got it. Sons of bitches! How come I didn't get a yeah, copy? That's a I'm great cover, man. Copy. <laughs> so it's a fluorescent copy. So this is John Tyler Christopher. We talked about if a fluorescent. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Negative fluorescent uh, negative space. And yeah. this this definitely, and I know you guys talked about it last week, but this week, this is a book that really dictates the character. John Tyler Christopher has done about a half a dozen of these for Marvel characters and even Star Wars characters, but it's Wolverine. And this book is going to sell, you know, like you guys said, it's limited to 3,000 copies and it has just been spiking every week with a high sale of 9.8 for $400. So it just it's shows stopping. to prove there's something, you know, sometimes simple is better. There's not a bunch of crazy things on it. There's no boobies. It's just Wolverine and a badass, simple drawing, man. You know, it's as simple as that. Uh, next up on the hair going on there on the arm, too. <laughs> Wolverine is always hairy. I was just watching, you know, I've been watching way too much TV since I've been working at home, but I was just watching um, the original X Men. 
when it came out and uh, how Wolverine was introduced in the first X-Men. He was basically cage fighting for money. Oh, he was yeah, called yeah. Wolverine. <laughs> and then that's, that's when Rogue comes and finds him in the outdoors of our, uh, in Canada somewhere. And they drive down the road and then they run into Sabretooth and he smashes. Anyway, all kinds of stuff. And I was just telling the guys earlier, I was watching Jack Reacher on TNT. And I was like, that's why the show came on a little bit. I, like, I got to finish watching this. This movie has no reason to be as good as it is, but I was entertained by friggin', uh, What's his name? Kicking ass. And I also, also watched one of my favorite Jack Ryan movies, Clear and Present Danger. Mm. Right? And the president goes to Jack Ryan. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, he goes, he goes, you know, Jack, you got to do the old Potomac two-step. And then Jack Ryan goes, Mr. President, I don't dance. <laughs> he says, you guys got to watch it. I mean, it's one of those things where it's on TNT and it just recycles itself every couple of mm -hmm. days. But that's my favorite Jack Ryan movie, you know, besides Patriot Games and then uh, The Hunt for Red October and all those. But uh, Clear and Present Danger, my favorite Jack Ryan movie, but I digress. Number three on the list. Yep. Damn. Otto. He's gone. So Batman 89. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was two. Yeah, <laughs> Batman 89. You guys saw this again last week. And it, this book is just spiking and spiking as it is in, in our top three. First appearance of Punchline and also a cameo. Well, basically cameo of Punchline, cameo of Designer. Uh, not slowing down at all. 143 copies sold Damn. last week to hunt to 75. So, I mean, it is a little bit slowing down, but it's still in our top three, which is insane. A seven day trend of 92% and a high oh, sale. And I then think we sold a couple at the Lord's auction too. Oh yeah. You James. Yeah. Everyone sold a yeah. little bit. So you're I'm looking at the, the uh, $133, man. 9.8. Yeah. That's some crazy stuff right now. Or yeah. $3 book, $4 book. Now, do you yep. want to give Otto the next one? Give him a chance yeah. to, uh, all right, we'll give you a chance, Otto. Redeem yeah, yourself, where, Otto. Where then, am I at uh, here right now? All right. You got number two, man. How about, we're at uh, number 90, right? We're at uh, Batman yeah, 90. Yeah, number two. There you go. Batman 90. Don't like mess 90 it up, Otto. right there. So we've got about 229 recorded sales. We're trending up. Uh, a 9.8 sold for, you know, 112 bucks. And the Raws are selling for $15, which is, you know, kind of crazy. And then nine eights are going for 125, 125 bucks. So, you know, the books are just heating up and people are buying it. And the fact that they're getting this many out in nine eights uh, is interesting. And to be honest with you, there is no sales data for anything less than a nine eight. So hmm. it's either nine eight or, or bust on this book. So just so you guys should know well, that. Nobody's buying, that just means nobody's buying nine sixes. I mean, people Correct. may be getting nine sixes back, but they're like, ah, shit. Like we always tell people, man, that's a uh, kiss Modern. of death. A modern book in a nine six, unless it's a really rare variant or something. But you know, just be careful. I mean, yeah. what's the uh, what's the nine eight sales data on that? Uh, the nine eight um, is going for one twelve. So that's, that's your typical sale. You know, that's not so bad yeah. At all. So exactly what we talked about. You know, it's a little bit over, but still, it's worth it. You know, yeah. you get it. So you don't have to yeah. take your book, press it, or whatever, get it sent out. So interesting stuff. And my man, Manimal, gets number one on the list because he's Irish and it is the day after St. Patty's Day. What do you got, Zach? So it should be no surprise. We've got Boom. Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen, issue three. So this book is still sitting at the top, you know, um, first full appearance of Punchline. And it just it's not going away. I mean, you can tell all these books, these Batman books are just not going away and they probably won't be for a while. But um, anyway, this week it sold 125 copies, have a seven-day seven trend of 92%, and had a high sale of $56.75 for a near-mint raw copy. So the price has dropped a little bit because I think in that first week we saw these books going for like $80, $90. Mm -hmm. but, so it's, it's, it's evening out, leveling out a little bit on this book. But you know, as Justin had brought up weeks ago, 
This book is such a low print run. This is probably going to be the book to hold on to, the one that's going to hold the value. Exactly, because we got the art term variant that's going to drop pretty soon. And that's going to, people going to snatch that up. That will probably make it on the list as well. Here's the thing. Remember, these aren't comics ordered or bought at a comic shop. These are in the back issue market. This is the aftermarket sales market. So this is sold at eBay. Anywhere online that we can compile, they can compile data. This is where that's coming from. My guess also is there's a lot of people sitting on it. Uh, wink, wink. I have three copies, but still, there's a lot of people bought them and they're not moving them. They're waiting. They're waiting for it to pop. And I'm waiting. Um, even the can- uh, even the second printings for this book are going to about ten bucks on an average. Yeah. An average is about a ten buck book for a second printing of a four a four issue mini series that, like we said, only probably five of us were actually reading weekly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I can't tell you anything yet, but I hopefully will be able to soon, as soon as I get confirmation. But um, there may be some news behind this punchline. Um, uh, And that's all I can say for now. If you know what our show is ML, you know what that means Uh, and where it will be. That's let me ask if I can actually talk about it. But um, you know, what's crazy kind of since we're on this topic of like the Batman books and everything. And uh, I know in our group chat, we were talking about this a little bit, but that Nightwing and someone brought this up. Nightwing number 70 came out this week uh-huh. and that book got snatched up. There's no punchline in it at all. It's just a Joker kind of prelude to this upcoming Joker war. But this hype of punchline has really just bled over to all Batman titles right now. All these books mm. are hot right now. And I think we said, you know, DC this is their chance. They really need to, uh, to use a, I guess a sports analogy is stick the landing. Uh, for those who watch fucking gymnastics, that's a horrible way, but, but you know what I'm saying? This is them. They have a hot book. This is their opportunity to really ride with it and see where to go with it. The key they don't want to do, which I think a lot of co- comic companies do is they oversaturate the market. Um, like, you know, best Marvel did it with, DC does it always with Batman. Marvel did it when Wolverine got hot. Marvel did it in the 80s when, uh, when remember when uh, Punisher got hot? There was a Punisher mini, then a Punisher solo, then it was Punisher War Machine and all, you know, and all the Jim Lee was working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now since we got some time, you know, I want to talk about some of this other stuff. There was, um, there's some of the movers and shakers that are going on right now is Black Widow number two, Stephanie Hans, the one in 20 variant that came out in 2010. The Marvel Comics 1000, the DC, uh, the D23 Expo color variant, that one is getting hot again. Uh, we just talked about the Punisher, number one newsstand, the Mike Zever, the Mike Zek cover hit an all-time high for newsstand edition at $695 for a CCC 9.8. That's hmm. crazy. That's the Punisher miniseries, the, the newsstand. And as you can see, a little pattern on this show is the collectors are getting really, really savvy now. So when they buy up all the regular covers, going and buying the, the newsstand editions. I will also tell you that I just saw that X-Men 166. Um, there's a Mark Jewelers insert as well. I just I found it. There's one on eBay, but it was a lower grade. Um, anyway, so. Don't miss next Wednesday's show because we're going to have something uh, of regards to uh, Punchline and maybe possibly a long-term spec. But tomorrow, we have a long-term spec for you. Don't miss out. We got a long-term spec that were from Amanda Black Knight. We haven't got one of these for a while. All the studios have been kind of slow. But if you're into the CW, you want to peep it out, and it's Superman-related. So that's all I'll tell you for now. And we'll probably rock it tomorrow and in the afternoon 
um, if you guys are available. <laughs> I think you guys are all available, right? <laughs> so uh, we'll do it in the afternoon so we don't step on anybody's toes uh, in the in the evening. Uh, hey, I don't want to put you guys in a spot. You guys available tomorrow, like uh, 3 p.m. Pacific? Uh, I'm working maybe from home. Not sure yet. Haven't decided. Could be, okay. could be maybe. We'll I, maybe just Otto since Otto's unemployed there. Yeah, he looks like he is because he's he's muted as well. <laughs> Jesus, my God, I, what am I doing? I'm muted. I'm, a mess a right I'm drinking, man. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't miss next week's show. I got a big exclusive coming, so you're not gonna miss that. It got some real movie scoops that we can drop on you uh, tomorrow. We're gonna drop the long term spec list from a man, the Black Knight. Don't miss out on that. Any last words, Manimal? Nope. Just uh, stay healthy out there. Everyone, avoid the sickness and uh, stop hoarding that teepee. <laughs> yeah any last words justin yeah thanks everybody for checking it out like uh someone said quickest 10 top 10 video thanks guys that's all i got well i mean we want to keep it at 30 minutes because the top 10 if it goes an hour that's a little bit too long we give you guys just the facts this yeah. raw sales number we're not really this is not based on any future speculation we're going off of solid sales data over here so you guys can get an idea of what things are selling for and what you can kind of expect to pay for it and maybe a guideline so if you see something out of you know a little bit too high then you probably should stay away from it but if you see some lower than what we're telling you sales data probably go out and snatch it because it's a good deal any last words Otto the unemployed yeah no thank you very much you guys it's been a good show tomorrow we're going to come back at you again with a nice long-term spec list I'm pretty excited for that and uh just everybody stay safe man in these crazy times that's right so happy Saints Patty's Day I know you guys will like this if you guys like this make sure you leave a comment uh make sure you subscribe like the video leave a comment and then we can rock these green ones for next year the green Lords of Longbox shirt from our friends at the geekyswagshop.com so this list is brought to us as our friends at coverprice.com if you haven't cover price go sign up a two free week two week free trial and you can pull up all kinds of cool sales data they do stuff daily follow them on instagram too actually their instagram account is really cool because they'll post stuff just a, like a random book for the yeah. day and show mm -hmm. you sales data it's an awesome tool for any collector to have they don't base it off of you don't get an alert because some image book got option to be developed sit in development <laughs> for three years no you this is real sales data and if you get an alert that's because they're seeing books awfully move off the shelf and that's why you're seeing it so no i'm thoroughly wanna, enjoying it yeah i want to thank all you guys and uh stay tuned tomorrow uh we'll be back with uh black knight and a long-term spec list can't miss it maybe our boy ryan will be back until next time boys and girls let me get this ready man i like to cue this up for you kids shawshank auto <laughs> keep digging in them long boxes peace out Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it.